host of podcast for the Kardashian Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Last one standing. Us in Kardashian conditioned. Kardashian <laughs> brainwashed. Controlled. Kardashian controlled. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not with money, just mind games. <laughs> I almost envy the stands. They can just ignorantly live in bliss and just be so happy all the time with everything yeah. like the not skinny but not fat girls like i almost girls. said that but i didn't want to i'm glad you did yes also, that's what i was like thinking stuff now i'm like get the you play nice really, that would be fun but at what cost she has a podcast and she had steph shep on the podcast which is very um like chummy now with all of them it's very like Anyone who has been around these girls, come on, I need a guest. <laughs> like Stoss will probably make an appearance at some Stoss was at the Balmond show. Mm-hmm. Unrecognizable with Kylie. Winning. <laughs> Every time I see her, I'm like, who? It's like yeah. Kylie and Stoss. I was like, Kylie and who? They both have those like woven looking outfits on. They looked bad. They looked bad. I'm sorry, Olivier. They looked not flat. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I don't think those dresses flattered them. They looked really bulky. Too like BBL, like on yeah. a tall, skinny person, it could work. And Balmain is known for like structure, so like I get it. But like the the weaving wasn't working. My my mom was a child of the seventies, not born in the seventies, but she was like, you know, yeah, she's like a teenager in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, so she was really into the macrame, the plant hanger thingies. That's oh, like mine too. Problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what it looked like. It did. It 100% did. Um, me and Kathleen, I'm feeling like crap today, but also me and Kathleen were talking about the episode and I was saying how it gave me a headache and I just finished it maybe about an hour ago. Yeah, same. I, I tried to watch it after one of my meetings just so it was like fresh. Yeah. And mind you, I don't think I've watched like the last like a lot of episodes. <laughs> Not just the Hulu episodes. But, like, even when they're still on E, like, there were a lot of times where I was like, I just can't. <laughs> I will just rebuttal, like, and, re- you know, react to whatever Natalie tells me happened. <laughs> Watch, like, some clips on the internet. Like, and granted, when I was in high school, I was in all the AP English classes. I never read any of the books. I just read the Sparks notes before the test. So maybe it's just me, but I forced myself to sit down and watch it today. Well, it was, it's the episode was so boring. And just not interesting that it just, and they, they, well, well, we'll get to the episode. We'll just talk for a second about things that went on in the Kardashian lives. Kim did this really unnecessary collaboration with Dulce and Cabana, which I feel like it's more so to repair the Dulce and Cabana image than anything. And then maybe try to position Kim as like an individual in the fashion world. Like, I feel like, we weren't supposed to like the clothes. We were most supposed to like just react. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and that's what I find interesting. Like, obviously, Chris is like the number one, like all press is good press, like believer. It obviously got a lot of traction. Like, people were talking about it because one, people hate Kim Kardashian, and two, people hate Dolce and Gabbana. But then also, like, people love like their stands are defending them. But I'm like, what? As a marketing professional, I'm like, well, what's the return here? Yeah, exactly. Anyone going out 
and like buying Dolce and Gabbana from this? Like, well, who's the market they're trying to reach? And like, even if it was repair your image, it would be like get Bella Hadid or like Dua Lipa or something. Like, Kim is not the person to repair your image, but she is the person who's like gonna get you clicks and shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. My, one of the theories I had was like, and I hate to put Betsy Johnson in this bucket because she's not a raging like bigot (laughs) but she kind of went through this place of like getting oversaturated and like signing up for too many things and her stuff kind of became like tacky and then Mm -hmm. also get at tj maxx and stuff but she's kind of had this rebirth in the last couple years um in the wedding space and she's like started working with influencers and stuff and she's kind of like coming back around like maybe that's Dolce and Gabbana's like end goal is like become more of like direct to consumer or like fast fashion or like even just like a a more affordable like department store line. Uh-huh. That would make sense getting with Kim because I could see some like random like millennials being like her stands or I said the Dorit's of the world no offense to Dorit but like the like wealthier like women in Southern California that like don't really have taste but they have a lot of money yeah because I mean the collection was basically Kim picked out some stuff she liked from like archives like old designs and then they quote unquote reworked it um but it was given she by Sheree yeah, <laughs> giving sheen. It was giving dreadful wow. boohoo cologne. Yeah, right. A fashion show without fashions. Right. I, I will give credit the minor, minorest amount of credit. I don't, I don't know who to give it to. Kim or <laughs> Dolce and Gabbana. Kim looks better in structured tailoring, and like Dolce and Gabbana is very like corseted and like structured. Right. It's a little a little something tacky <laughs> about it. But I I do think Kim looks her body is just so like not normal. Mm-hmm. And having to watch her wear all these incredible suits from Balenciaga for the last like two years straight, she looks better when she like has a structured outfit and it's tailored and it suits her proportions better. Yeah, because she's so petite, oversized, kind of, like, looks like it overwhelms her a bit. Well, even when she wears the, like, cat suits mm-hmm. without, like, a corset or some sort of structure over it, mm-hmm. it's, like, her waist and her hips, are like, aren't in the right place for, like, mm-hmm. a normal person. Mm-hmm. And, and it's boring. It's boring mm-hmm. as fuck to see, like, 15 spandex suits with pointy toes at the end. Mm-hmm. It's boring. At least... Dolce and Gabbana's like clothes have like some amount of like structure and like boning and stitches in them. It wasn't just like a spandex suit from Amazon.com that like Demna like shoved some pointy shoes in. <laughs> and we got a new wig for like two minutes, <laughs> but we got a new wig this weekend. Thank you, Kimberly. Because I don't know if we would have survived. Like, well, I was like, that chunk of hair is about to fall off. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't stable. Like I said, we got it for like 30 seconds for a few yeah. shots. And she is just like, we always talk about this. Like, she used to be the fuck out of it here with the wig shit. Kylie, meanwhile, did this like photo shoot with all our old wigs and was like happy to be like, it's cool to see like the eras of 
looks I've had. Kim, like, refuses to ever admit that it's a wig. <laughs> and she said in some random interview that, like, she doesn't have any gray hair. And it's so weird. Like, she's the most pick-me, annoying-ass, like, person. It's like, who cares? <laughs> Even if you don't have gray hair, I don't care. Yeah. For you to, like, be like, isn't that weird? Like, knowing it'll be a soundbite because everyone hates her. It's like she does it now on purpose, and it's like... Well, that's why I said. I think now it's just intentional for a soundbite. It has to be. That's the new strategy. To stay young. So just say, you wear a wig. Everybody wears a wig. Well, it's clearly a wig. That's I think that's the more annoying part. It's like, this is clearly a wig. Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it that makes you feel better. It's like... Adam Levine doesn't want to call it an affair. I don't care what the fuck you call it, but like you do whatever you need to make your hair look good, whether it's your hair or somebody else's hair that you purchased. Nobody cares. Yeah, she insisting that we're being forced to know this knowledge of your hair. And, you know, she by Sheree collection aside, she looked good (laughs) in Milan. Were they in Milan? I feel like I made that up. I think it's Milan. Whatever. She looked good over there across the pond. She was giving rich white women aesthetic. I I I feel like we touched on this last week. Think about it, though. Dolce & Gabbana, every time anyone brings them up, people are immediately remind anyone who forgot that they say a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Besides being slightly outdated. Then she's she also just did Peloton, and Peloton's like tanking. She also just did Beyond Me, and that Beyond Me guy CEO like bit somebody's nose off at like a football game. <laughs> like we're failing as a brand. Let's call Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, it feels like it, that she's been called in for reinforcements. Like you yes. know what's gonna make us so cool? I don't think it's good PR, but it's it will get the publications in a frenzy. Now I don't think that reflects like what the public's asking for per se. But journalism, quote unquote, as we like to call it in this current state, just loves to like bite at that. Be like, yeah, it's the, I feel like it might be companies, Hell Mary, kind of how Gat went for Kanye. They're like, well, yeah. fuck it. We're on the way out anyway. Like, I want to see those, <laughs> I want to see those spreadsheets. Like, did Beyond Me numbers go up after Kim's weird promotion? Like, mm-hmm. Kanye, I think, unfortunately, can still cause like a bunch of fuck boys to like go buy his shit but i still don't think it was a great deal for gap right now he's like throwing a hissy fit but like beyond me like did their numbers go up don't think their numbers go up hopefully that wasn't the goal i really hope the only goal was just to get like articles out and publicity because if the goal were numbers i don't think they would move any units yeah I'm going to be messy for like two seconds. Where the fuck was Courtney? Don't you think that they did her wedding? You Of all the shows to go to, that would be the one. And I thought it was weird that Kim didn't go to her Boohoo show. Yeah. Because it's like Courtney's, you know, it's a big deal. It was this collaboration. It was like a whole fashion show. None of the family were there. And then now Courtney didn't show up. I only say that because you never know with Courtney and Kim. They're always fighting. Like yeah. you see on the show. My, yeah, Kim went to that little like gummy thing they had last night where she did not need a party for her vitamins, but 
that's what they do. <laughs> um, but I don't know, Courtney and Kim, I didn't see, I mean, obviously it's just social media, but there was no interaction. You would think if it's Courtney's party, someone would have took a picture with her and been like, Courtney, congratulations. Um, Fence after Kim's like, get your ass up and work shit. Mm-hmm. That she truly thinks of all this stuff as work, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think they think of it very transactionally, where they like divvy up stuff. Like, I think they love to talk about, and once we get to the episode, they talk about how like their family and they always do stuff together and blah, blah, blah. That was like one of the threads of this episode, which is true, I get. But it's also very, like, Trumpy. Like, you do everything with your family because you don't trust anyone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean you, like, love your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get the sense that they, like, divvy this shit up. And I also get the sense that Courtney's kind of, like, out to lunch. Like, <laughs> if I need to be there, I'll be there. If not, I don't give a shit. I don't necessarily think it's personal. Mm-hmm. But I would totally not rule out the possibility that when Kim and Courtney are in the same room, Kim doesn't like giving up any amount of focus to Courtney. Mm-hmm. And Courtney won't like play. Like Courtney won't bite into it because she just she's like, I'm out. Like if there was any amount of like tension where it was like Kim wanted to be the star and Courtney's there to support her, and it was like Courtney would probably just be like, All right, um, I'm leaving now. Bye. You know, I think she just doesn't deal with Kim anymore. Yeah. Well, she's so, Travis. I, I she's wonder like, if no. they have an understanding now with the Hulu show. And I'm sure Tra- Travis is very, like, strategic with his, like, branding and whatnot. That maybe they just say, like, let's just, like, look at the table and divvy up the projects. Yeah. But it's, it's just. on. You're going to get the wedding. Yeah, optics wise, and I know Chris probably said, like, Courtney, you have to be there. They dressed you for your wedding. Just optics wise, you would think the main person in tennis would be the people they dress for the wedding. Like, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's the one thing Courtney hates getting told to do. It's like mm-hmm. just do something because it looks good. Courtney, your yeah. sister is doing yeah. a collab. Don't say goodbye. You have to be there. Yeah, and I think Kim, on the other hand, I think Kim would only ever do stuff for Courtney to make Kim look nice, like mm-hmm. make Kim look like the nice sister or get an opportunity to post some pictures where her mouth isn't closed. You know, it's like... She Kim, probably was like, I cannot. <laughs> Kim was probably like, I cannot. Courtney, you know I love you, but I cannot be seen at a fast fashion runway show. <laughs> It's just not part of the brand. Like, I mean, she probably was like, Courtney, how are you going to have Dulce and Cabana do your wedding and then turn around and do a collaboration with Boohoo? What the fuck? Kim, again, would eat poop and do a deal with the devil. So she doesn't give a shit. Uh, I just think, yeah, they butt heads. Like, I, and I don't think they butt heads in the same way. I think, like, Kim is like an egomaniac, like, needs everything controlled. And Courtney just has that, like, Aries, I don't give a fuck, oldest sibling-like attitude Mm -hmm. that drives Kim nuts. Because Kim is so calculated and so, like, everything has to be pieces in place. 
that it dri- they drive each other nuts. And it doesn't mean that either one is right or wrong. I'm not defending either of them or rooting for either of them. I'm just like, I think they are oil and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. They do things differently. Mm-hmm. Now, when you dip bread in oil and vinegar, it's delicious. <laughs> but Courtney's the, or uh, Chloe's the bread, I guess. I don't know. Like, if they don't have a third party, it doesn't work. I think, I think, uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead into the show. When you said with Chloe's the bread, oh my God, I'm high, but I don't know what you're <laughs> just bringing this up, but I'm loving this analogy because that's part of the reason the show is not as good as it was because we don't get a lot of threesome material. And I always, even as annoyed as with Courtney as I was last season, I was like really done with her. I still wouldn't want to watch a show without her and the threesome. Like I, Kim and Chloe. Uh, balance, you know, like yeah, Kim exactly. and Chloe are like a toxic relationship. <laughs> they feed off of each other's like. Yeah, mm. there's no, there's no, no one with like sense that comes yeah. in. That's like, wait, what are you saying? Courtney <laughs> might be like an annoying, hypocritical bitch at sometimes, but at the end of the day, Courtney is the oldest and the least like straight up traumatized by like what this family has been through. Like she, oldest children are always independent to begin with, but she had the most time to just be a human before mm-hmm. they became extremely famous. Like she was in college. Mm-hmm. So I just think she adds a flavor to the dish that is <laughs> just I'm not going to say more rational because I feel like she's like a robot right now with Travis. When they're talking about the brain scan, it's like just Disneyland and Travis. It's like, I don't like Courtney in her current face. But at the end of the day, I do think she's the least affected by the fame machine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If she does stuff, it's just because like she woke up one day on a whim and was like, sure, I'll do that. Yeah. like bed, make vitamins, and she's like, okay. She's the Mars Capone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just love food analogies. I just just watch Beat Bobby Flay. So these are like fresh on the mind. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, earlier this week, what was it called? The best of leftovers. Oh yes. And it was like they had to make dishes with leftovers. Yep. Love Is that, that the Netflix one or a different one? There's it's a on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky likes those type of shows. She doesn't like, oh my, we were just talking about this last night. She does not like like Top Chef, like refined cooking. Like, how can I apply that to my life? Exactly. Like, but give her fucking show. Like, guys, oh. motherfucking grocery games, and she can yeah. watch that for hours. Because I told my mom, I love Top Chef because I like that shit. But my mom, like, you've got to throw in, like, hey, mystery item, or like, there's yeah. got to be some gameplay. <laughs> yeah it needs to be challenging and also like how can I apply this like literally we made gnocchi because it was like all these people kept making gnocchi out of like leftover french fries (laughs) like it's easier than pasta because it's just potatoes yeah so we like made it and it's like that's what I need still respect for top chef but yeah yeah. Vicky's the same way like that other show where they like have a budget it's like budget something Yes. And they go into Flavor Town, and they only have like twenty dollars. Like my mom likes that shit. Actually, yesterday, speaking of rest in peace, Coolio. I feel like every millennial and like Gen X are out there is like really going through it that Coolio died because that was like 
an extreme moment there. Literally listened uh, to Keenan and Kale theme song like five yeah. times yesterday. <laughs> the Dangerous Minds. Like when I my first year of ballet, the point class did a dance to Gangster's Paradise, and it I made, knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I know a bunch of white people in Truckee did a point on point shoes ballet to Gangster's Paradise. Was it, okay, was it sped up or slowed down or just the song? No, they just. Ah! They also did Seal the original version. Rose, the same recital. That is more of a, like a magical romantic song. Yeah, Gangster's Paradise is like, as I walk yeah. through the valley of the shadow of love. Oh, and there was this girl in the class that went on to be part of the San Francisco Ballet, mm-hmm. which is like a pretty, mm-hmm. for the West Coast, like that's the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, I, I was obsessed with being a ballerina after that i was like that was so cool but yeah so yes the gangsters in paradise or after you found out she went to san francisco ballet company well no i already knew about that that was part of the reason my mom sent me up for ballet class because her mom was a teacher and i was like oh that sounds cool uh Uh, but then the gangsters paradise (laughs) oh ballet can be like cool Uh, (laughs) but dan yesterday was like oh did you ever see this cooking show with coolio and i was like I heard about his cooking with Coolio show. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it was a celebrity like chef competition. Mm-hmm. And so we watched it and it was like unhinged. Like the hosts were Rachel Ray and Guy Fieri. Okay. And then just yes. like all these random celebrities. Is it like celebrity worst cooks or just celebrity cooks? It was just like celebrity okay. cooks. And they were like on teams and there's like Blue Diamond Phillips and like Joy Fatone and Aaron Carter was on it like probably pretty close to me had what a cast <laughs> many multiple breakdowns and coolio but it was like yeah it was like very 2000s like reality show yeah yeah, yeah it was like just revisiting like how easy it is to just throw together a show and just like make it entertaining <laughs> yeah and get like the, the the famous people who aren't necessarily like kardashian fame but people still know them they exactly. said um yeah that's like worst cook america's worst cook celebrity edition had like a 90s theme so like uh uh matthew lawrence was on it and like uh one of the ladies that was on it was just on celebrity drag race this year Mm. but she was like an 80s like pop singer and I was like, gosh, I wish I'd watched this before because she was one of the only people I didn't know. Celebrity drag. Was it like Tiffany or somebody? No, because I can't remember now. But I didn't know who she was until I watched Celebrity Drag Race. But now, like, she comes up all the time. We listen to 90s online on XM Radio because we're so cool. Of course. Uh, yeah. Nonetheless, rest in peace, Coolio. Millennials and Gen Xers are having a hard time. I remember I went to skating when they played Gangster's Paradise, which was like a hugely requested song at the skatery. They used to play the music video too, which was that music video. With Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. He's creating Dangerous Minds. (laughs) And I guess Coolio was the student she was saving. I don't know. They're just kind of like in this dark room. Interrogating her, but like, is he the cop? Is he the student? <laughs> like, nobody knows. Like He's, like, too old to be the student, but he's not I the feel cop. Like I, I know a lot of our younger listeners will not understand, but even, like, millennials, like, this was definitely on the cusp of, like, Gen X and millennial. And Natalie and I are definitely on, like, the higher end of millennial. Mm-hmm. Plus, 
I had older siblings and you had older cousins. So it was like, it was like right in there. Yeah. I don't know younger millennials would remember. And Gabe, you never, I. That Coolio had on us. And because, like, I was last yesterday, I, I looked at the lyrics to Gangster's Paradise because I was like, I wonder if I still know the song. The song is all about, like, this guy being like, I'm fucked because I'm from the. <laughs> it's kind of like. Not uplifting. The black rap version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, that's why it's funny. You, they did a ballet song, dance to it because it's all about, like, I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> but I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen song, it was like they pitched this whole like thing, that whole album as a opera. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're just like a bunch of random British dudes. Like, why are you talking about this guy on death row? (laughs) (laughs) But and it was like an opera. Like that was the whole thing. Very frightening. (laughs) So I feel like this is like the rap version of like it like it's a compelling story. I just remember that <laughs> I wish you guys could see. We should start doing YouTube, but there was like this move where the girls were like with their oh, hands, like jazzy, like oh, oh, oh. Oh. the cor- the coral background, you know, like it worked. It worked. It was very it made me appreciate that ballet could be whatever you wanted to make it. Yeah. Long story short, art <laughs> is whatever you want to make it. Um another thing we'll talk about. The accessory, the home accessory line has dropped. We are getting this much closer to plates. I'm so scared. There was a, um, like a platter. Tray. A tray for like shit. I was like, oh, it just needs to get a little rounder. Oh, right. Natalie, her check. Right. I'm like, please look at the plates. Okay, so Kim announced, it's very confusing, of course. It's home accessories, but it's not really home accessories. It's accessories for the bathroom that you're supposed to be buying to match the skin makeup line. And these accessories have the skin logo on it, which is very unattractive. But it would be attractive if you were selling it with the makeup line. Like, let's yeah. say you buy the whole line, you get a tray for free, or you get, you know, you get a trash can. I don't know. It's just another example of how they're trying to get into different spaces and secure different uh trademarks i'm sure some random company was like we have like a surplus of like concrete the cost of making those things has got to be low well the cost of that she's charging for it and like the whole line when i say line there's like a tray (laughs) yeah there's a tray a garbage can that's what i don't get why so, so many celebrities are getting into skincare or makeup because the margins are so tight yeah in that industry because it's very flooded. It's a very competitive field. And the margins are like zilch because it's it has to be proved by the FDA. Like you have to go through all these testing. It's like people need it constantly. It's kind of like with printers. We're like, oh, we'll sell you this printer for 80 bucks, but you're going to have to buy a $60 cartridge like every month when we were in college, you know? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like they're just constantly thinking of like new random things to like increase the opportunity to make money quickly you know it's like mm-hmm. i bet we could crank out some concrete <laughs> garbage cans for five cents and then we'll make charge them a hundred dollars it's like why don't we just buy it at west Elm, which i wouldn't i would go to grocery outlet but some people would home goods 
I the mean, right there at trash can are going to go to West Elm. They're not going to buy it from Kim Kardashian with an I, ugly stamp on it. You make a good point. The designer, the, that skin logo is ugly. It's just Yeah, it is. I don't know why they put that on there. Give yourself a chance. I think you made a monogram or something cool. Um, I think the price point is so high to your point. Like the whole line is three fifty five. Like they're each item is obviously about eighty bucks. I think they made like five to get an extra LLC and like SEO with the home market or something. I just don't trust anything they do. But the price point is so high. You made a good point because the people that could afford it or afford that would just go to West Elm. The people yeah. that can't afford it just won't buy it. So it's a very strange price point to put. That. Watching a lot of Ozarks feels like a way to just create a different revenue stream. I just feel like it was LLC from Lou Taylor, the devil. It would have been better if if this came out the same time as the skincare line. Like we've got the skincare line. We also have these like great accessories to da 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 da. But just selling it separately, it's it's a little well. And why just like a ideal set of plain concrete items? Weeks after the skin thing, it's like they're so chaotic. Like no one is telling them any good advice. Like, and I don't need it from Kim Kardashian. Like she's not the person I'm gonna buy a random. And I have a Kelly Clarkson office chair. Okay, <laughs> I bought it because Kelly Clarkson made it. No, I went on West Elm or Westfield or whatever the fuck. Wayfair. She does Wayfair. I think. Yeah, <laughs> and this was the one that I liked. And then I was like, oh, Kelly Clarkson. I loved American Idol. Cool. But purchase. Like, it was not like she shoved it in my face. It was you like it was good home accessories, but it's cheap as hell. Rachel, uh <laughs> Rachel, what's her name? Rachel Zoe. And it's at Home yeah. Goods. But it's cute. That's what I'm saying. Those are the people who are smart. And Kim needs to take a page out of Rachel uh Zoe, Jessica Simpson, even Betsy Johnson. You know, for a long time, Betsy Johnson probably had to take a hit and be like, I'm the tacky thing everyone makes fun of. But she probably made a shitload of money, like, putting all of her stuff in Ross and TJ Maxx and every department store. Yeah, you either have to go that price point or if you're going to go really high with home, you got to go fucking high. You have to be really, really well, and fucking I just think the only people good. she ever, like, advertises as, like, using it are her friends that she gave Yeah. It. It's like, yeah. I just think that you're creating a tax shelter or trying to launder money. So, like, I don't care. Well, I'll be <laughs> really, I'm really interested to see what Bethany Frankel's review of the trash can uh, is going to be. <laughs> um, also, I bought this, like, candle holder once. And this was from, like, a like a maker. Like, a person molded this candle holder yeah. to look like a face. I, like, bumped it. And the thing, like, cracked. And it was like the same thing, like the concrete. Dan, Dan has this, it's right here. Dan has this freaking ring holder thing made out of like concrete. Uh-huh. The dog bit it. It has dog teeth marks in it. It's like, this isn't, concrete isn't the most <laughs> indestructible thing if you're turning it into a trash can. Like, well, it's, it's aesthetic styling. It's the color palette, <laughs> which it's interesting too. She's like, if you read the comments on stuff she does, I'm like, God damn it, Kimberly, why are you writing? Like, you're to your point, the team over there should not let her say she's designed everything. They shouldn't let her say, 
oh. like, I liked this. So I signed my, I signed off. Right. Because she's already said in her office tour that Kanye's, you know, creative company, Donda, came up with everything, the packaging, the color palette. So don't turn around and then say, oh, yes, this is how I wanted to decorate my house. And this is how you've already told the story, girl. You know, even like Beyonce sometimes gets like shit for like having like a million people on her credit list when she like puts out a song. And I'm like, good for her for like actually crediting the people who help her. And she like puts people on like, yes, I am a curator of talented people. And that's what Kanye used to do. And then he got like this idea that he was like the untouchable like genius or whatever. And it's like, no, I'm not just say I don't want the Kanye stands to freak out. It's not to say Kanye is not extremely talented in a variety of ways. But his best talent is bringing together talented people mm-hmm. and curating something good. Mm-hmm. And now Kim's just mooching off of that. <laughs> Which Kim you can be honest about. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and Kim, <laughs> you you deserve plenty of credit for being a savvy, opportunistic person. That's what that's marketing, baby. <laughs> You don't need to be a creative genius. Kanye didn't need to be a creative genius. You definitely don't need to be a creative genius. You can just be like, I was super inspired by this stuff that my team showed me and I can't wait for you guys to buy it. Or like, I love the way my house looks and I get complimented all the time. So I just thought, hey, why don't I make pieces inspired by my home? Boom. Yeah. That's it. But this whole, oh, my design and what I was thinking, like, we, you don't have, not for, like, a tissue box. Like, we're not, <laughs> it's just a tissue a box. Garbage can. It was bad enough <laughs> with the beef I drank, which, there's another company that, like, literally everyone forgot it even existed. Like, right. how many random companies is Kim going to resurrect from the dead? <laughs> Again, going back to the Ozarks. <laughs> Money laundering, <laughs> diversifying your bonds so they can't catch you. Even um, if you're not doing anything illegal, there's a reason Trump had like Trump steaks, Trump University, Trump Hotel, Trump Margalago, whatever. Like, that's what rich people do. You um, just put your money behind a bunch of shit so that it's all spread out all over the place and it's much harder to be taxed. It's going to be awkward, too, because obviously these accessories are under skin, but she's calling it home accessories. So it's going to be weird if they try to make something for your actual home. Like, is that pillows by skin? Skin by pillows? I feel like it's in a, like, a weird trademark maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strange. Whatever. Get out. And Jessica Simpson, like, I always go back to it. It's just licensing. You're just she just licensed her name. Then it took her 20 years to get her name back. They put their they slapped her name on like everything. And it's like if that's what you're gonna do, Kim, that's fine. You'll make the same amount of money. But at if least Jessica Simpson. But Jessica Simpson makes sense because it's just Jessica Simpson. So you can kind of do that from a branding. If you put skin and it's a pillow, now I'm fucking confused because. Skin is a great name for a skin. Don't get me wrong. But pillows and it's just too try it it's too try hard and unfocused. And I don't think the people that are around them are like the best advisors. Mm -hmm. And I also think they never turn down a check. 
It's just every time something presents itself, like I think some random person in their wheelhouse was like, I got this surplus of concrete and I just ripped off some Etsy like hippie. We could totally make concrete trash cans and sell them for $500. And she's like, okay. Um, but yeah, this is not to discourage you to go get your concrete trash can. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we're just talking about the the back end of everything. But if you have the plant holders, the means. Oh yeah, it could be a plant holder. I guess they're they're not really vases. It's more like um, a pot, a pot, I should say. A pot. Uh, this maker out of Oakland. Gosh. I don't think I can remember the name off the top of my head. But that's literally what they do. They do all this really cool stuff with concrete. Uh, they make hands, like little hand trays where you like put your rings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Super, super cool. Always thinking of crazy stuff with concrete. Etsy, not $300, but I would pay this person $300 because they're an artist and they're like doing it. Trans, non-binary, cool ass artists out of Oakland. Oh, self-employed. Sounds like yeah. exactly. Give your money to them. Not him. That's but probably again, not to discourage. I think, I think totally. I think whoever works for her just like goes on Etsy and like Instagram and just finds what is like cool and then just like how can we manufacture this at scale? Um. I think that was it for like high level stuff with them. Tylee left the house. I don't know if it's worth discussing. Oh yeah. Made by real. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's R H E A L. Made by real um on Etsy. They also have an Instagram. But they do a lot of cool shit with concrete and it's not three hundred dollars and it's not from Kim. So Go there. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm planning to sit this one out, Kim. But again, Kim, let me know when those perfumes come back. Uh, <laughs> right Product. That's part of, again, part of the reason I get so conspiracy theories, like, you have such limited quantities of all your shit. It just makes me feel like it's like a quick and dirty, like, it's just spin the wheel. On to the next thing. All right, let's talk about the episode. Oh, I'm I'm so annoyed. Like I can feel myself being annoyed because the episode was that bad, and I'm annoyed. I have to talk about it right now. I wanted to yell at the TV. So the only, I mean, the only like I don't even say interesting. Something worth talking about is the episode starts with like a disclaimer. Like the rest of season two was filmed six months after the first episode. Not super helpful. Uh, because we don't know when the first episode was filmed. I guess we'll have to, like, kind of guess because it's around the birth of Chloe's baby. But all those other scenes, like, even the scene when Tristan came to the hospital, I don't even think that was the same day. Like, that felt very, like, next day or, like, I don't know. also made me go back to the keeping up with the continuity errors uh, that Mariah used to do. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, why did you save... The first episode for the second season yeah. felt very contrived and like manipulative to like save that to 
they needed something juicy to be like and Kim being like we just don't want to do any promo this year because like we're being really vulnerable it's like okay well then why did you randomly do this Chloe episode that was six months before all the other episodes why did you save it till the next for me, I was more worried because I was like, well, if they put this as the first, that means the rest of the season is hot-ass garbage. That's what I'm kind of worried about. And episode two really proved that. I said, oh, shit, if this is the whole season, I'm not, I don't know if I can make it. Well, we talked about this when it was it was first like coming back, where it was like streaming numbers and cable numbers like aren't the same. And so I think there was so much emphasis on, like, how many people tuned in when the show first came to Hulu. Mm -hmm. And then there was this huge drop-off. And that's, like, what cable looks at. Cable looks at, like, retention. But, like, streaming, it's, like, people binge a show and then they, like, forget they ever watched it and move on to the next one. So Hulu probably said, like, fuck. Like, it, it looks like we made a bad decision because... A bunch of people watched it at the beginning and then nobody cared. So we need a premiere event for the second quote-unquote season, which is, again, a cable thing. doesn't even really make sense for streaming, but a lot of the streaming services are trying to move back to that, like, weekly drop. Everybody watches at the same time. Everyone talks about it because you can measure the numbers better. So I feel like they went to them and are like, you can't fuck up our, like, second season so do something well i think they said that before season one even ended and i feel like maybe shit so you gotta figure it out well to take your point further i feel like hulu's like this is not worth the manpower we're putting behind it it's not worth all this editing like previews and i mean for god's sakes the premiere had like a red carpet like Mm -hmm. the second season they're like well they'll see if they see it um, even back to like this family being like the bottom of the barrel they like look to when shit's going down not to say Hulu's going down but Hulu has struggled in the streaming services races right 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 and I say that as respectfully I, I like respectfully I, <laughs> respectfully Hulu was one of the early players of taking yeah. the actual cable shows and making them available but sometimes change is hard. It's kind of like Pandora cannot keep up with Spotify. And Hulu is kind of like that player. It's like even Netflix struggles all the time. But it's like they're the name that people think of. You think of streaming, you think of Netflix first. Yeah. So Hulu, I think, saw this as an opportunity to kind of like revitalize their image. But... Do the Kardashians ever deliver? No, because they're too big for their britches. They're too overly confident. They probably said said and promised all these things. And it's like, you didn't even, you talked about Pete for like four episodes last season. Now he doesn't exist. You don't, you're never going to mention what the fuck Kanye was doing with the Instagram rampages. Like, and then you trot poor Chloe out who's like needs some psychiatric, like, help as your second season opener just to get people in and and I really was bothered by how much Kim was like well we didn't want to do any promo because we're just we're doing a lot more raw this season 
And then they promoted it anyways, so that you knew that first episode was going to be about Chloe and Tristan. And then it was just like an hour-long episode of Chloe being like, blunt force trauma. And then yeah, the episode goes back to dumb shit, and you're like, okay. And, fuck, I was going to say something. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. But, you're right. Oh, I was going to say, I think Hulu... Because they don't really have original quote unquote reality shows, right? This is like their first. But yeah, I don't think they do it well. <laughs> they do. They do. do like reality, not like the kind of shows. shows. They have documentaries. Yeah, they have documentaries. I'm talking like, okay. like um, Hulu and Netflix both like ward over the um, Firefest documentary. Yeah, but they don't have, like, a re- what we would consider a reality show. Yeah. And they don't do it. Like, Netflix has reality shows. They do, obviously, Love is Blind. Perfect example. That they well, do really well. A lot well. of those Netflix reality shows are filmed, like, years in advance by, like, third parties, and then Netflix buys them. So, like, oh, Love is Blind was one of those. Well, I think the same production, but is I can't, I think the same production company is doing the Kardashians, though, right? Yeah. So there's just no excuse. I mean, that's why I'm blaming on Hulu. I'm like, you're the only different person in this mix. And the yeah. show is so bad. I know I, I'm going to stop talking about how bad the show is and we can talk about the show. But I was very, like, surprised. Even when I logged on to Hulu, their episode wasn't even like, watch now. It was like the Carrie Washington new show was up. And I had to go, like, dig for the Kardashian yeah. episode. It's only episode two, so you would think they're still... Well, it just came out. All the time. So, like, my company, Amplitude, is, like, that's all they think about. It's, like, data for digital product. So, digital products, like, anything you're consuming digitally. And we have a lot of our customers are streaming services. And it's just, like, some of the older ones have a really hard time hearing like you need to do this differently <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not working not working <laughs> like who who was one of those the worst they're also one of our customers hbo <laughs> sucks so bad uh but it's like you know dan and i live in a one-bedroom house we watch tv in the living room then we go to bed we turn on the tv watch tv before we go to bed the streaming services like don't match. Like yeah. we're logged into the same accounts. We're 20 feet away from the first TV. It's like you have to dig. Yeah, there's times where we have to like search for the show that we were just watching like five seconds ago. But I've seen like 47 ads for the Jeffrey Dahmer show mm-hmm. thing that I don't want to watch. <laughs> Right. I've not people, it's like I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. I don't want nightmares. Like I don't yeah. want to watch it. It's like I was watching a show in the living room, and I would now like to watch it in my bedroom. Why is this so difficult? And Hulu hasn't figured it out. Yeah, bless their hearts. Um, Chloe, Heart. excuse me. <laughs> Kylie's baby was born. Um, do we think the Corey and Chris was a reenactment? Then, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I will give credit where credit's due. Hey, Chris. Is the best one at acting in this family. She's the one that gives a fuck. Chris is always convincing. Always. I don't, I don't believe her, but she's entertaining. Right. Like, Grab the wine and champagne. Yeah. She's the only one who can pull off a line. Yeah. 
But yeah, no. she's more <laughs> trying to give us com- com- um, comedy relief, comedic relief. Like, grab the champagne. It's a celebration. Woo! It's crazy. Get the snacks. Get the snacks. I mean, can I talk about it before they left E about how there was like rumors that she would go to Real Housewives? Oh. And I don't think Bravo would ever pay enough for Chris to agree. But she'd be great at that. It's like she script- would be good. She'd be like a Kathy Hilton. Yeah, exactly. It's like scripted but convincing. Like Chris would be great at that. No one else in this family can handle it. That's why this this iteration of the show is so painfully bad. Yeah. It's like I know Chris is lying, but at least she doesn't seem like she's like reading off of a cue card. Right. She like, keeps it fun. She keeps it light. She'll cry every now and then. She'll get yeah. drunk. She's the only one that will get drunk on this show. If she doesn't remember something, she'll just say, I probably was drunk. Like, we love that. But anyway. She this she is calculated. I was about to eat my words. She is calculated. She's the most calculated of all of them. She doesn't come off as calculated. Whereas, like, Kim, every picture of Kim, her hands are like a robot. It's like, you know, every thought is, like, going through her brain. Like, I have to be perfect. I'm in, I'm doing this Balmain show, and I'm walking like I have to poop my pants. Like... <laughs> All of them are so, like, and Kendall even is, like, I feel like they really forced Kendall to be on more film time this season. This episode especially, where it's, like, she's not good at, like. She's, like, if only if I can bring my dog, it's the only way I'm coming to film. She's, like, I'll read these fucking lines, but, like, I'm no actress. (laughs) Chris can do it. It's, like, just try Chris out more often. Yeah. I don't believe her, but she can do it. The rest of you are bad at it. And uh, Kim, Kim is decent at it, but she's so she's not believable in her lies that you're like, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> yeah, she she's lied to us way too much. We we question everything Kim says now. Like, um, can you believe I don't have gray hairs? Can you believe I'm? Have you ever heard of this show? Um, it's called Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> ever heard of it I think I discovered it you guys are so lucky that I'm oh. telling you about this show that you've never heard of oh my god have you oh. seen Abbott Elementary <laughs> <It's> amazing <laughs> um so Kylie's baby was allegedly born on February 2nd 2022 I'll just talk about the conversation her and Chris had because who gives a fuck everything's out of order so why do I have to talk about an order <laughs> nothing is like intertwined with each other um, she still has, will not reveal the name of the baby, nor has she, will she reveal the actual baby. They're going to um, hold that to the last second of the last episode of this quote unquote season. There's some theories I've seen on YouTube and I wasn't going to talk about it, but when they're on TikTok, I was like, okay, well, we can talk about it because like Kathleen said last week, it's interesting how the Kardashians can control Instagram. Like they can easily like hit up the people of like popular you know accounts like hey can you take this down or hey can we not do this da, da, da. they cannot control tiktok tiktok the wild west man oh my god the government is trying to <laughs> figure it's out chinese TikTok. government and also there's so many people talking that about the thing and it's so i don't want to say it's easy to get popular on tiktok but it's easier to have a viral video i will say that on tiktok because they just put that topic in your feed and it's unlike instagram which fucking hate sometimes instagram seems to like just really favor people that already have a large following like 
exactly. And the yeah. younger generation, I mean, TikTok or uh, Instagram is on my Facebook now, so yeah, bear that in mind. But also, the younger generation sort of sees Instagram as like it's there, it's like a way to message and stuff. Mm-hmm. But TikTok is like where they live, yeah. And the younger generation, you could be like, oh, you can't do that, someone will get in trouble. They're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Like, I'm saying this as, like... Can you take that down? No, I'm not taking it down. And I'm going to make a video about you messaging me to take this down. My 17-year-old nephew is, like, viral on TikTok, and I don't get it at all. Dan is a high school teacher. Like, they cannot be told what to do. They Mm -hmm. literally don't care. They don't care if they graduate high school. They don't care if someone's pointing a gun at their head. They're just like, no. I don't, I don't, I feel emotionally unsafe here. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) So TikTok is like this wild west and TikTok has gone through like all kinds of like transformations as a company, but in general, it's not controlled in the way that Instagram is because Instagram got bought by Facebook. Yeah. And it's a different, it's a Chinese app, so the Chinese government, I mean, like you just, it's just so much more freeing over there. They have rules. Don't get me wrong. They have rules, but this just doesn't feel as regulated. And you get a lot of like random content. Like I like that. Like Anyway, who gives a fuck what I like? The point I was trying to make is <laughs> they have a theory that Kylie's baby does not, this is just a theory, no truth to it. I'm not saying it's true, but there's a theory that Kylie's baby does not look like Stormy. And that is the reason they're kind of like, what the fuck do we do? Because we can play, we played that game with Chloe and how she doesn't look like the rest because social media wasn't really a big thing when the Kardashians came on the scene. So it wasn't, at, certainly not TikTok. So you didn't have people theorizing and extra da 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 da. But with this new baby, let that baby come out looking hella dark and just completely different. TikTok <laughs> in general is going to have a fucking field day. But you know what is so insane with his family? And I hate their weird obsession with, like, matching families. Because it's like, you are from a mixed family. Like, why? Like, Kylie has a different dad than the rest of you. Which you're aware of. You mean Chloe? No, I'm saying Kylie. Oh, you're talking about the half-siblings. Are Caitlyn's children. And they act so weird about being obsessed with all the kids. The grandkids being the same and having the same dads and stuff. And it's like, okay, the reason that we questioned Chloe was because it was not because she looks extremely different than the rest of you. It's because both your father, Robert Kardashian Sr., and Kris Jenner openly admitted to having affairs before they got divorced. Both of them. And Chloe, one of the people who Chris confirmed she had an affair with, looks exactly like Chloe. So I apologize to Chloe to have to deal with that shit. But then now you fast forward to Kylie dealing with this like new baby stuff. And I'm not an expert on genetics, but just I have two very extremely white parents. Me and my siblings don't look alike at all. And, like, Dan's sister, her husband is Mexican, and their new baby, their first two babies are, like, super dark-skinned, dark hair. 
the newest baby is blue-eyed, fair-skinned, blonde hair. That's, like, genetics are, like, you, it's a gamble, you know? And so it's, like, I just don't get why this family is so obsessed with having this weird, like, I mean, I do get it. I think it's a sad obsession with feeling like they're special. But, like, it doesn't matter if the kids look alike. It doesn't matter, like, I don't know. I don't know what they I agree with you, but with Kylie's situation, it does matter because she's then going to have to deal with, and you know how the family is, press, the the, the public backlash. I get that. Because that then that's going to raise the rumors again about Tyga. Like yeah. if this, ba- and so I understand on that aspect. No, and fuck. <laughs> I think if I'm speaking more from a place of like society, like why should we question her if the baby looks different? We shouldn't. I wouldn't question her, but I mean, I don't care. I question Chloe. I am a first person to admit I've questioned Chloe only because they brought it up on the show. Yeah, it was a storyline on the show. Her and Chris and Robert Kardashian both admitted to affairs, and the person in question that could be Chloe's dad, that they were the ones who shared, looks a lot like her. That's the only reason we ever fed into it. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you don't look like your siblings, that's fine. Who cares? Or if you're adopted or you were surrogate, like whatever. But I know Kylie's thinking. I, I'm just saying more as like, as an outsider, I wish that wasn't the case. It's just like, if the baby looks different, who cares? And of course, I'm just like, that theory, I was kind of like, ooh, that's a good theory. Because when the Stormy was first born, everyone was like, uh, they were just that bodyguard guy. They were like the bodyguard and Tyga were the two people. Well, because Stormy looks does not look like Travis. Let's just go there. And the bodyguard was Asian. Tyga's half Asian, so I think that will come back up. And 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 Kylie should be honest with herself and perhaps the viewing audience. Travis was a rebound. She had. Just broken up with Tyga. Yeah. Travis was still dating Justine Skye, her supposed friend, quote unquote. She went to Coachella and like hooked up with Travis like that night and then became pregnant. That was like two weeks after her and Tyga broke up. Yeah. The timelines are very close. So that's why, again, once this baby comes out, you you can hop on TikTok at those TikTokers. Yeah, they're really good at theorizing and pulling receipts and comparing notes and comparing Stormy's baby picture to type. Like, they'll do the work. But for that's you. the thing is, like, they're so used to a tabloid culture where you're like controlling the narrative. And it's like, there's an extreme volume of shit coming out of TikTok every day. Yeah. And like I said, those younger generation, their brains are like overloaded. Like, they're not going to care. You're within the timeline. You don't need to control the narrative. Nobody cares. I don't. I think Stormy is absolutely Travis Scott's child. Maybe she's. Maybe she's not. Who cares? I don't even care. I was like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. Like whatever. That's the thing. Is it was. It would different. make the show interesting. If you it was different it. then because people were like so tuned into social media, but nowadays it's like there's a million things happening. The younger generation is like, I can't keep up with this shit. They don't even care. They don't care. Like, if I asked my nephew, like, you know, what do you think of this musical artist? Or, like, what do you think of the Kardashians? He's always just like, well, 
They're just like, I don't know. They're like, <laughs> they can't be bothered. There's too much stuff on their plate. Yeah. Um. So anyway, then, God, I don't want to talk about this episode so bad. Then <laughs> it's so boring. I, ah, Chloe and Kim are talking. And mind you, this reason the show also is like frustrating to walk. They just bounce from house to house. Yeah. We're just at your house. I'm at your house. I'm at your house. Anyway. At that Palm Springs house. And they're like, we didn't even know you were here. And yeah. Or he's like, I was cooking naked. It's like, oh. Yeah, right. It's just, ugh. So basically it came out that Chloe, or excuse me, Tristan proposed to Chloe in February of 2021. And she claimed she turned him down because... She was embarrassed. She did, she wanted to be proud to tell her family that they were engaged, which doesn't make sense because you're with him anyway. So what would be engaged? I love how Kim, though, was like, I would have said yes. I don't know. And that's how we got Chris on the freeze. Um, <laughs> but the engagement <laughs> thing. I to say no. Oh. <laughs> oh also, kiss the fact he wanted to propose on Valentine's Day, that is extreme. Very cliche. Very cliche. Um, but it's just, I'm so sick of the Tristan timeline because as much as I die for Chloe, we have to be a little bit more realistic. He's been dealing with fraternity stuff since you met him. Like literally since the day you met him. When she was talking about like, it's hard sometimes to get over a person you love. I'm like, he fucked you over like a thousand fucking times and he left his pregnant fucking girlfriend to get with you. Like, uh, my God, she is addicted to trauma. She's addicted to the idea of him groveling. And it doesn't help that all of her family and her stupid friend Malika like eggs this on. She has become physically addicted to the process of him being like, what if I do this? What if I do this? Blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, uh, like she apprehended brain scan is like self-conscious about being resilient or whatever it's like so you're willing to like spend multiple years and instances of this person like embarrassing the shit out of you and then you want to tell us like well it's hard to get over someone get and i wish like her family and friends would be like fucking get over it like let's go out and get you someone just to like hook up with and (laughs) again i'll give chloe the grace of I think her family sucked in this ins- entire situation. Mm-hmm. I think her friends or lack thereof sucked. I don't think she's ever been in a position where she has been told, like, you got to get out of this cycle. But it's frustrating. And, like, when she was going with Kendall, the brain scan thing, it was like she was so resistant to it. And she was still like, I'm resilient. I'm resilient. I'm resilient. I hate this quiz. Ugh. And it's like, she's the same way with mental health care it's like she saw Tristan going to therapy as some sort of like punishment he was going through for cheating and if he finished it he like passed the test and it's like girl you need to go to a therapist everybody should go to a therapist but like you need to go through therapy for your dad you need to go through therapy for the things that men have done to you in life you need to go through therapy for the things that your family does to you (laughs) like it's okay like 
You don't need to be like, she's just addicted to this idea of being like, I'm a fighter and I'm nice to everybody and I never get mad at anybody. It's like, no, you should actually be mad at this man. Like you should block him. He should not get to come to Chris's parties. He shouldn't like, he should just take true through a third party mediator on the weekends and call it a day. You don't need to interact with him. He's garbage. He makes you feel bad about yourself. I think when she said I'm learning to unlove learning to unlove someone is hard or something, like I the response to Kim or somebody should give her is like, when are you gonna learn to love yourself? Like yeah. if you can't unlove him, when do we work on ourselves and like how and self-worth? Where does that happen? Well, and like what are you teaching true? Like who the fuck cares? You are more concerned with seeming like a good person because you love Tristan being True's dad than you are concerned with True seeing a person valuing their self-worth and setting healthy boundaries. Like, that should be more important to True than you You. Are selfishly, and again, this is not necessarily Chloe's fault, but like she's selfishly positioning it as I want to seem like the caring, forgiving person that lets her daughter have a father. Well, if the father is damaging to her own mother, that's not a thing True needs to learn. True doesn't need to learn to let someone fuck you over like a thousand fucking times and make you feel like garbage. True needs to learn that it's it's okay to set boundaries with people, even your own family. True needs to learn that you love yourself first. True needs to learn anybody can be your family. They don't need to be a sperm donor. It's people who love you and respect you and show up are your family. And True can have a separate relationship with her dad. Like a lot of people have like great parents and they know they're really fucked up in their marriage to their other parent like they do a dream just fine yeah they'd rather they all if angela and the kardashians were in the same room they'd probably fucking kill each other but dream comes to everything how is that facilitated why don't you do that why don't you do that no because tristan's a man he needs to be like waited on hand and foot yeah, the proposal is just was Tristan trying to trap you. I'm so sorry to tell you. He had no interest <laughs> in like really marrying you. It's more tactic so he can stay. Literally drives joy from being like, I think he thought that if he was married to you and gave you another baby because that's what you wanted, he'd have, he'd have even more freedom to go be a fuckboy. Well, he it's more reassurance that you're not leaving. Like he said, like, you're never leaving me. He wants to come back to the party. He wants to have, like, an ego boost when he needs it. If he's just single and fucking random people, it doesn't give you the same amount of dopamine rush. Right. I mean, you're over oh, in such a good place, da 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 He has taken two paternity tests on two separate children within the last two years. So, let me know. When was this good place? friend. He left his pregnant girlfriend to get with you. Like, they're stop playing dumb. You're making us go insane having to listen to you be like, it's hard to get over someone. Yeah, it is. But you could also say, like, it's hard to get over a manipulator who constantly reinserts himself into my life. 
and my whole family is telling me to do it. And my stupid best friend who doesn't have a job or any other friends. Yeah. So I just, Chloe, work on some self-love. You'll be fine. But like, I hope this is the last time we have talked about Tristan in a very long time. Well, um, the brain scan thing. Let's talk about that. The let's beta blasters. That. Mm-hmm. It's like, Chloe never talks about therapy. It's like she has such a blocker about it. And maybe it's because she like tried to do it after her dad died or something, had a negative experience, which is totally normal. Like it's really hard to like bite the bullet and like go to therapy. But it's like she's doing all these like roundabout ways. She talks about Tristan going to therapy. She takes the beta blockers. She reluctantly goes to the brain scan thing with Kendall. It's like, what if you just went to a normal straightforward ass therapy for no other reason than it's good like you change the oil in your car you go to therapy I what think with, that the brain scanning thing anyway felt very like we have nothing to film like can we do like maybe a bit like what if we pr- represented this in a different way it's like it's the same shit we're just regurgitating hating it poor chloe she's been through so much but also where were any of you when chloe didn't need to go through this again you were encouraging it you not only were not stopping it you were encouraging it so what the fuck is a brain scan gonna tell her that she doesn't already know because kendall's miss health now that's how we're positioning it now and so they went and got the brain scan which is really just an mri the doctor looked at it i do give credit to kendall's she didn't film forever. I think she, they made a deal with her. They were like, we need you to do more filming this year. <laughs> or hopefully like, Hulu told Chris, like, bitch, we didn't pay for three girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kendall has been putting in some work. Mm. And I think Kendall, similarly to Courtney, is slightly more on the normal side from, like, her life experiences she's been able to have outside of the show. So I kind of feel like this was her like strategic way to be like, y'all are fucked up. So how can I make this like a fun way for us to like deal with our problems? I agree with that. But they didn't, they just like left it there. Like Chloe got her scan and was like, all right, yep, I've got trauma inside and out. Bye. And I was like, oh, I thought we were going to do something with that. And I think that's, that's one of the most frustrating, like, cliches with mental health and therapy in general too is like it doesn't have to be a trauma like sometimes your brain just needs therapy or medication or neither or whatever it's like it doesn't have to be a trauma it doesn't have to be a storyline it doesn't have to be the shit ass man like made you feel like garbage for several years like sometimes it's okay to just be like it's not okay that my brain is fucked up. It's not okay that I'm losing weight. It's not okay that, like, the well, wheels are falling off. Very excited to know yeah. that people thought she was skinny, specifically the model, which I thought that was actually really funny. Because I'd act the same way. I don't give a fuck. If someone was like, we're concerned about your weight loss, I'd like, so you think I'm skinny? Like, <laughs> so you think I'm skinny? When I was in college, I, so I was in a sorority. I'm going to told this story on the pod many months ago. I was in a sorority 
and I went to China for like a foreign exchange over the summer and I got like I gained like 25 pounds and I'm a small person so I was like a lot and people didn't believe me when I got back I was like none of my clothes fit and I didn't care (laughs) but then it was my senior year in college and so I was like super stressed out I stopped drinking beer because it gave me headaches and it was like such a thing to drink beer in San Luis Obispo where I went to school and I lost all the weight I gained and then I probably lost like 10 pounds more just from like stress mm-hmm. and people are like being in a sorority people are like are you okay like we're worried about you all these people and I literally had to show pictures I had to pull up pictures <laughs> this is before I left for China this is when I got back from China this is me now like I'm definitely a little skinnier than I normally am but like I'm also like mm, it's my senior year of college. So I've been like running around like a crazy person. I'm like, <laughs> I promise. Uh, is this is not sustainable. I'm okay, but this is not sustainable. So like, you know, I didn't do anything weird other than I, I've been at the library till like 11 p.m. every night and probably didn't eat a good dinner, you know. And I think that's an uncomfortable and challenging conversation to have sometimes like whatever in the spectrum on gaining weight losing weight it's like I wish the show just had more nuance for talking about that shit but it's like Kim's like the model said she was skinny it's kind of like I don't know it's just depressing I feel like there's a way to talk about all this shit in a better way and they never do they are ne- they never deliver they always failed to rise to the occasion. That's not their jam. That's not what they're they're known for. No. I just want a little whatever. Um, I don't even know what I want anymore. I'm so frustrated with this episode. Surprised at myself. Uh, no, literally, I wanted to scream at the TV like several times when like Chloe's getting all pissed off. Like I'm resilient. I'm resilient. I'm resilient. I was like, okay, is being resilient more important than like being alive? Like. Jesus Christ, girl, like, oh. and the jarring, like, switch to Kimmy, like, oh, my God, Kendall and I can travel together to Prada now, <laughs> like, ugh. I'll, I will say when Kim, sorry, we're bouncing all over the place, but when Kim and Courtney were, excuse me, Kim and Chloe were talking, and Kim goes, like, I remember you asked me, how do I trust Pete? And I'm like, you just do. I'm like, you were married for 10 plus years. She didn't ask you how you trust Kanye. It's so strange. That clip was left in. That was an accident. I was like, <laughs> how do you trust Pete? Even dating for two seconds, but all right. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, oh, we got to leave it in. That conversation won't make sense and all that stuff. So that was interesting. Oh, Courtney's doing IVF again. I mean, that's the I only. trust Pete because we had a contractual obligation. Right. I trust him because he signed the contract. <laughs> well, and now we know. He's in breach. Yeah. Again, with the stupid fucking timeline. Now we know after the fact, Courtney and Travis stopped doing IVF after that. After after what? After this aired. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She just said in interviews, like, they stopped doing it. She said it in this episode, too. Yeah. She's like, we stopped. Which I got confused. I had to literally rewind it because she said she was yeah, we stopped doing IVF and da da da. And then she was like, "We're doing IVF again." And I'm like, "Oh, crap. I don't think we 
know their own timeline and they don't care. They're and like, they had an embryo. It doesn't even matter. Nothing Ellie, new is happening. They're doing IVF again. There. Period. Um, Drag Race, Jada Essence Hall, Queen. Uh, there was like this episode where they did like a mock debate of a presidential debate. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall does this thing where she goes, look over there! She's like, distraction. That's what I think of with this family. It's just like, <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Yeah, family. no one knows. Kim and Kim, and Kim went to, to <laughs> Milan, Italy, Milan. That, that That's how it ended. Kim walked in her hotel and talked about all the exciting things she has coming up. Literally nothing interesting in this episode happened. I honestly don't even know how we just talked about it. I'm so sorry if this is like the most annoying episode you've ever heard in your life i'm annoyed with me because i don't even know what to say about the episode i feel like i've been rambling for like 30 they were minutes about literally, nothing literally multiple i was telling natalie before we started home by myself all the time work from home talk to the dogs but like i'm at least self-aware enough that like the windows are open the neighbors can hear i wanted to yell at the tv I don't yell at the TV usually. I talk to the dogs. I like say dumb stuff like, oh, cute little potato, whatever. They can hear that or me yelling at Dan or whatever. Dan yelling at me over the dishes. But I like had to stop myself. I was like about to scream at the TV. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's just not. And it's not. I don't. The Kardashians, the, the girls themselves, I don't even really blame it's not good television. Like whoever's putting this show together. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know they, they have producer credits. They just kind of watch the edits. I don't think they're really that hands-on to that point, but it's just not a good show. Like nothing's really happening. And it's like talking back to that, like cooking show with Coolio. That was probably like, I don't know, at least 10 years ago. Yeah. Reality TV can be produced in a way that's interesting. Exactly. And I don't necessarily want to put the blame on Hulu. I think this family has gained enough power and clout that they call the shots. And it's like, you're bad at this. You don't need pe- you don't need to be in charge. You need other people to tell you this is how you make a good reality show. If you still want to make the show. Now, granted, they're so famous. <clears throat> I understand the challenges, but at the same time, if you're gonna do it, like let's fucking do it. I just I think. Chris and Kim especially just have like an insatiable appetite to constantly be relevant which I've said a million times on here it's like it's not even the money anymore because they could be fine if they wanted to even like Chloe Chloe could be fine she's got good American they they have money like residuals from all the shows and stuff Courtney would be like fine to fuck off and go to Disneyland every single day I don't think any of them are worried about the money. I think Chris and Kim have an incurable disease mm-hmm. to be top of mind. Yep. And I just don't think it works in today's society. Like the world's on fire. We have a lot more access to information and content. Yeah. Um, the younger generation isn't buying into it. The younger generation is like, I don't even know what the next thing is. Like, I don't, who the fuck is Kim Kardashian? Like, I don't know. Well, 
next week, Chris might get hip surgery. So that should be exciting. <laughs> um, give me two seconds and we'll do Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail. It's time for Tyra Mail. Mail. We've had to pause for a second. We both had to like use the banyo. Usually I'm the only one who has to pee, but yeah. It's a, new, a new day has. Maybe it's because now you've been not nine to fiving at an office you realize once you get acclimated to being by your bathroom regularly your bladder is fucked well i worked from home all 20 since 2020 oh that's true yeah yeah but no it's just acclimated to like oh it's just my there i'm gonna pee instantly actually it's just my time of the month and like everything's like pressing on my bladder anyway Part of the reason I'm probably the country is a garbage fire. Right, it's probably why I'm annoyed with the Kardashian show. Um, let's do sharing. Okay, it says happy. Hi, happy you guys are back. You can share this or don't. Just relating to your guys' conflict this week. My dad and mom had similar story as Chloe and Tristan. Unfortunately, as an adult, I always ask my mom what she was thinking. LOL. Thankfully, my mom has. Always been honest about the situation, everything in between. So I've always known all my siblings and their moms and had no drama because she was good with everyone. One of my sister's moms, though, quote, unquote, to protect her, only wanted her to know about me and the siblings younger than her. Her mom asked my mom and I to keep our mouth shut about the siblings that are older than me. So we did. When my sister turned 18, my older brother contacted her on Instagram and shit hit the fan. I hope Chloe is allowing True to know her other siblings behind the scenes and doesn't sugarcoat too much. Seems more harmful in the end. And it's all I can think about every time they're in headlines. Also, we all look like my dad. <laughs> LOL. You know, uh, my so my mom, full disclosure, I probably said it before I'm here, but my mom had baby that she gave up for adoption mm-hmm. and she found her and probably like a year and a half ago and at the time it was like my mom she was 17 her f- parents were divorced all this shit and it was pretty limited like what my mom could do so she just said like the one one way adoption or whatever. So like if the daughter ever wanted to find my mom, she could, mm-hmm. but my mom couldn't like go find out. And then the law firm like lit on fire and all the paperwork burned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like kind of chaotic. Uh, but she f- finally found my mom um, like a year or so ago. And it was really like helpful for my mom and for her. And I think, I think it's different for everybody I can't know like my parents are still married so close as my siblings but I've also met a lot of people who are like one of my coworkers had kids who were adopted and they kept the biological parents close if mm-hmm. if it was feasible mm-hmm. and I just think like if it's possible again boundaries are hard but if it's possible it's just so much better to tell them and not make it seem like some kids are like more viable than others like I think that's what this family has kind of like laid bare and and to the reader's point it's like why are certain people like certain kids 
okay to be your sibling and certain aren't, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I'm sure it's complicated and I'm sure you can't force it. But at the same time, I think it's like kids, kids are like the truth reflection, you know, it's like, you don't have to tell them when they're like four, but like, maybe, maybe it's just better to let them know and then let them decide, you know, mm-hmm. that's my hot take. Yeah. It's well, when adults don't tell kids things, it's more so for the adult. They always play it off like really? the kids. Like, well, the kids don't give a fuck. Like it's yeah, you. You're having care. a hard time like, with it. It's selfish, and it's like I always joke about Kate Hudson because like all her kids have like different dads and stuff. Like it's possible to just be like we're all one family, and if someone is like not cool with it and they don't make people feel good, then you set boundaries. But it's like. I just, I don't get to like pretend this never happened because we love this perfect little nucleus that we created. Uh, but again, I'm not, probably not the best person to like weigh in on it, but I appreciate the the writer. Like there are complicated, complications happen in families, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's worth knowing. And then you decide, does this, fit in my world like protect yourself but like it's better knowing than not knowing yeah I have I have a friend who's like 45 and he his both of his parents have died and now he wants to know who his biological parents were mm-hmm. and it's like fucking him up like that's way too late to be like I never got to meet my biological parents his biological parents might not even exist anymore right. you know where put that dna in 23 me and shit see what pops up that's what my mom's daughter did and it took her 10 years wow to find my mom because none of us like had done it yeah yeah 10 years wowzers um the next email is the lies the lies the lies clothe the clown edition (laughs) ladies 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 am i the only person who is absolutely over the pity party of miss resilience herself chloe alexandra kardashian i kind of am Like, please, why are they constantly pushing the narrative that she's some naive victim when all we know this heifer is getting her karma? In episode one, she drops the absolute dumbest line of all time saying, why would I want to have a baby with someone who's having a baby with someone else? Like, ma'am, you and Mr. Community Dick started when he had his first victim, Jordan, not Jordan Woods, his first baby mama, Jordan. First baby fucked over. Right. Knocked up. So babies have never been a deterrent for you. Ask yourself, why would you want to start messing with the man who had a kid on the way? You and Miss Marley are in the same boat. Let's cut the shit and just say you're embarrassed. Your money and whiteness couldn't save you from a Pisces demon from Toronto and keep it moving. He's actually not from Toronto, which is the problem. He's from like Branham. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Also, hands up if you believe that Chloe said no to his proposal. If it's up if it's up bringing it down and slap yourself as this is a lie, we know that from the sleazy Snapchat messages, he was sending victim number three, Marley Nichols, and Chris mentioned in episode one that he didn't tell her because he thought a second baby would make sure she married him. I'll give her props for not publicly announcing, though. Okay, pause. It has come out that she accepted the second proposal. Apparently, there was a second one. 
I don't, that's what the tabloids are saying, whatever. So I don't know why, but I've, but if I've had, ha- wait, I don't know why, but I've, maybe she means I've had a bee in yes. my bonnet about Chloe for years. That's funny. I like that idiom. Yeah, I do too. From her profiting on her self-hatred with revenge body to her now pretending she gives a shit about size inclusivity with good American. We see in episode two, she is delighted that her sister are that her sisters are concerned about her sudden weight loss. This is the K's relatable queen, the same woman who lied about having pregnancy issues when she just didn't want to have a baby with the crackhead. We also see in this episode how she is obsessed with the idea of going through so much and being so strong. Like, baby girl, why do you want to be a why do you want to badge every time a man clowns you publicly? If I were her, I'd still be under the duvet covers from a man telling the world under oath my coochie cat smelled like earring bags. She must have a humiliation king. She's talking about Lamar Oda made that yeah. statement in court. You can look it up. My last thing is, did anybody notice how uncomfortable True was last week around Malika? And also the flashback with her dad. Both times Chloe had to whisper to her to say hello. <laughs> Thought this was odd, seeing as that her that her that that's her mother's best friend and her father. Especially as she's always banging on about how Tristan's such a good dad. Very odd. Anyways, I've got to go. Currently wrapping up a PR package for Chloe with a certificate telling her she's one gold at the trauma olympics oh well thanks for being the only podcast on the internet that seems to actually not be inside the medically enhanced arse of the case love the love from london town signed a true hater (laughs) i love that she said arse um yeah i think like uh, it gets frustrating because yeah we've because she was she even said an episode, oh, I've been doing this for five years. It's like, yeah, we've been doing this with you. And every every year they've been together has been bullshit. Yeah, it's been bad from the beginning. Every like, year. Her saying like, oh, it's hard to get over someone quickly. Okay, that would have counted the first time. It's been 50, 11 times. And he left Jordan with an A, not Jordan with a Y, for you. But I especially, I I commented this um, to Kardashian Colloquium. We love MJ. She is killing it over at Vogue. Um, I commented about how that comment about why would I want to have a baby with someone who's having a baby with someone else was really fucked up because, first of all, we know that Jordan had a baby with Tristan before Chloe. And the timeline is very suspect but also it's like why is it why is it that another woman got pregnant like another woman got what you wanted that suddenly you're mad like this person has been disrespecting you constantly but you had this weird energy that another woman getting what you wanted made you that mad like that it's just such self-hatred and it's sad and it's depressing. It's like, why was that the straw that broke the camel's back? Like this man has like done nothing but not be a good person to you and your daughter and all these things. It's like, there was just something that seemed so, like she was so fixated on the idea 
that this woman got to have what you wanted. A baby, and it was a boy, which, weird. Who cares about gender? Uh, it just, that was a comment that really, like, sent me to the moon. It was just kind of like, Jesus Christ, these people have a lot of shit to dig through. Yeah. Lot to unpack. Lot to unpack. Well, yeah, attachment issues, another great thing to explore in therapy. <laughs> and the uh, whole thing is that, like, I definitely think Chloe is obsessed with having multiple children with the same father because of whatever issues she had with her own dad it's just all of it it's just sad and depressing we've we've reached beyond and I I feel like this has kind of happened in the like Bravo sphere too with like Jen Shaw and like Erica Jane and stuff where people are like we liked reality tv when it was like fun and people flipped over tables and like punched right, people right, like right this is getting dark it's yeah. dark <laughs> I'm just, I'm sad. I just say that. Can we just have a good time? Like, Jesus Christ. Can Chris just get drunk at a winery? Like, I was <laughs> How are they not <laughs> taking Chloe to get drunk after? Like, that, like, girl, let's go get some drinks. Or, like, let's go to Palm, the Palm Springs house and get drunk like, again. Oh, I'm scared. Please come pick me up. Like, this is... Call Kamora and let her tell you what to do. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, let's do quiz on baby names. Hi, thanks for another sensible, truthful episode. I have a quiz for you. There's a part one and part two. Part one, now the initial plan of naming the baby Astro or World are out. Is Kylie's baby name Lip or Kit or Slim? Part two, is Chloe's baby name Trust together or Try? Thanks for guessing. <laughs> a fan always, Katie, from Quebec. 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 Does Quebec speak French? Uh, um, like Isn't that where Celine Dion's from? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know with Kylie. I feel like she'd be weird enough. She'd be like, um, I'll just leave it with no name. And then one day, several months from now, when Travis pays attention to me again, he'll just like blur a random word and then it'll be its name. That's how I felt Stormy was. Well, mind you, he, she said that he calls the baby something different every day. So that's yeah, not too far it. off I the think, mark. Yeah, I think he's just like, ah. I think the baby's Wait, name's like Jack fire. or something. Like, yeah. hey, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, one day she was like, oh, yeah, Travis named it. Um, I don't know about Chloe's baby, although I would really... I do think I could totally see Chloe. True was such a stupid... I, I literally think they, like, rewrote Wikipedia to be like, they had a grandpa named True. <laughs> but... Yeah, I could see them being, like, together or something dumb. And then they realize, oh, we can't use that now. And now they don't know what they're going to do. I'm praying that the baby's name is just something hella fucking black, like Tremaine or, like, uh, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> uh, Todd. Todd. Call Tremaine. Todd. <laughs> uh, are there any Jamaican names that start with T? No. Trinity. Um, Tyrone. Uh, <laughs> Tyreek I want something like that like let's just uh, just something that get interesting because I'm so bored with them right now yeah but it also say true and uh, Triton like King Triton <laughs> <laughs> the little mermaid you know it's relevant <laughs> yeah shout out to my celebrity crush who's in it um yeah Wait. huh yeah Oh my god. 
I thought I was over him. I was like, okay, you were a good like quarantine crush because I was all about Hamilton. But then the other day he wore a pair of black overalls shirtless to one of his shows. And I was like, well, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to David Diggs. Well, your girl is back. Um, Yeah, it's going to be. I just don't know or understand why we can't know names. I think it's weird at this point. We've hit a weird. I think that Hulu is like a gun to their head, and they're like, anything we can get people to watch till the end of the season. Right? Maybe. Um, the last thing we'll do is where is Reggie? Finally. Oh, you know what? Before we get into this, um, I for- we forgot to talk about Chloe and Mich- Michelle. Oh God! It was a great photo moment, and we loved that Chloe was hugged up with someone who was super attractive. But his team quickly came out and squashed that. It was like he doesn't even know her. It was one picture. They sat together. I definitely felt like it was like. I mean, to be fair, Sean Mendez and Camila Caballello, or whatever her name is, Caballello. Long time. But it definitely felt like one of those where, like, both their teams were like. We'll take a couple pics, then we'll say that there's no truth to the rumors, and everybody will Google everybody, and it'll be, like, good for both of us. That's all I thought of it. It was just, like, fodder. Well, I think it brought up a good point, like, for me, why everyone went crazy is because with this family, these girls are gorgeous, right? They don't ever get with, like, fine men. They get with, like, oh, decent, but they, you have never, besides like maybe Eunice and Reggie Bush, we've never had any overly attractive men well, in the yeah. family. Yeah, and Reggie was when Kim was down bad. She and was trying to come up. <laughs> Courtney was trying to rebound. It's like they have to have the upper hand now. They're too far along. So, like, Travis is not attractive. We're not even going to play that game. Um, but, Pete, we're he not playing that game. Marks, you know, it's like it's beneficial to Courtney because Travis is nostalgic. They've known each other. They got the that kid. That's all great. We want eye candy. I mean, we I'm, deserve yeah. eye I'm, candy. I'm not agreeing. I'm saying that's what their strategy is. They can't just date like some random hot man. They can't yeah. do it. it has like, can you just hook up with somebody? Chris is like, I need you to up level. And if this person doesn't bring your status up, then you're not allowed to see them ever again. And they're like, like, like Devin Booker isn't tragic. Ben Simmons is obvious. They're decent looking men, but we've never, like this is Michelle. I call him Michelle. Michelle, Michelle <laughs> whatever. I can't pronounce his name. He's fucking gorgeous. Like, God yeah, damn. Like, every picture. This family will keep going back to the old playbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Publicity. And it's like, I don't think Kendall and Devin Booker have ever had intercourse. True <laughs> story. I don't either. It doesn't matter anymore. No one cares about this shit. Hmm. I, I don't need to see a picture of some random man from a show I never heard of. Chloe, just go have sex with some random person. Right. Just You should have just had sex with him instead of taking go a picture with, with him. Some random person. Please. Please. That's Kim. I really hope Kim is like just hooking up with hot men and we just don't know about it because... Kim can't. She's too. I can't handle another Pete. I can't do it. Even Kanye was like not. Come on, like he was no Reggie Bush, but we. That was a strategic move. Exactly. (laughs) I think Chloe is more likely to just be like, "Fuck, there's just like let me have some fun." I'm down with that. I'd rather that. Love. I'd watch that show. I would fucking watch that show. Whole family is going to tell her like you need to do this. It's just. 
ignore them. Just like go have sex with somebody. Someone extremely hot. Anybody have sex with someone and be like, I'm a person that can have sex with people on my own free will. Period. Anytime you want. It's the beauty of being single. Like exactly. That's what you need to know. Yeah. Jesus. You can have sex with people. They don't need to be the father of children. They don't even have to be in a relationship with them. You don't have to talk to them again. Like, just do you, boo. Um, where is Reggie? Up all night crew thought, how long would have Reggie stayed with this version of Kim? Glad you both are back with this pop-up version. These hoes don't deserve you weekly. Kathleen has wedding content to post, and Nat, you are too booked for their BS. All right, see you on the BOK. That's our boo crystal. Um, Reggie wouldn't have lasted. He didn't last. <laughs> he would have. Normal. He's still normal, and he's not oh, in. He did. He did get a wife that kind of looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, aesthetically, Kim was his type. But I don't think he's into all this fanfare and like yeah. paparazzi stuff. Like you said, he's yeah. too normal. And athletes too are very like. It was kind of like speaking. Of, I always go back to my girl Jessica Simpson. When she did a Tony Romo, it was like, it was too much. Yeah. Like, athletes have to, as much as, like, the athlete, whatever lady combo is appealing to the masses, mm-hmm. athletes are always going to care about their sport. And they're going to be regimented. They're going to be methodical. And that doesn't work with Kim. Kim is a psychopath. Like, well, someone told me on our Instagram that psychopath is ableist. Um, Kim is lunatic. <laughs> Kim is decisive. She is intentional and she is specific with her wants and needs. An athlete is also that way. So you can't be with someone who has a different career where like they don't want to be controlled by someone else. It's like an athlete is like, I have to be controlled by my sport and my coach and my teammates, blah, blah, blah. And Kim is like, I need you to go to this show and like wear a suit and like blah, blah, blah. He's just not that type of person who's interested in fame. Lamar Odom, he was interested in fame. Tristan Thompson, interested in fame. Why didn't it work out with James Harding? James Harding. To Kathleen's point, athlete not interested. Like, no, nope. not interested. I'm famous. I I'm a famous basketball player. I don't need this shit. Better at closing yeah. the deal with basketball. Yeah, uh, who chokes every time and he's in the playoffs. Uh, but I think what's sad with Lamar too. I do. It was probably distorted, but I do think Lamar actually loved Chloe. But he was not a well person. Like he was going through like a bunch of shit. And it wasn't right. Like their relationship was very like not right. Tristan, on the other hand, he just likes fucking with people for sport. I think he's just like, I don't know what his deal is. I know. I think they're both the one and the same. They both wanted to say Lamar left. Taraji P. Henson for Chloe. So, and I remember at uh, Chris, oh God, Chris Humphrey's shower, like they had the Bachelorette and Bachelor Party oh, in Vegas right, that one year. Right. And he even whispered in his ear, This is your life now. Like, gotta get used to it. 
he was just there for the fame. Tristan the same way. He was dating Kevin Hart's wife's cousin. Yeah. So that was probably attractive. And then Holly came along. He's like, oh, this is even better. Bye. They're different. Yeah. They're they're I, I think Lamar had more love for Chloe and yeah. had drugs not got involved. They probably went a, went a little farther. Yeah. But. I, that's the thing. It's like, I just, there's not a single excuse in the world I can find for Tristan. <laughs> like with Lamar, I feel like I could see how they got caught up in it. I could see how he had some previous issues. Could see, like, it's not an excuse. I could just see see how it was like a little bit more complicated. Which is all the reason more why I fucking hate Tristan. It's like, you have no excuse. You're just a f- annoying ass person who wreaks havoc. And like, even on the day that Chloe's like episode aired where she's talking about all this stuff with the surrogate, he's like out and about with some OnlyFans model, which that's no shame to if you're an OnlyFans model. It's like Tristan just doesn't care. He doesn't care about anything. He's not good at basketball. He doesn't care about anything. He just and he keeps inserting himself into Chloe's life. I don't know. Yeah, I just he there's no rede- I don't see the redeeming quality other than maybe his dimples. And when he said that Chloe was a pit bull who should learn how to be nice to people. Yeah, that's the sad part about Tristan. Like, he's a really nice guy, but this the core, there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> there's a lot happening in there. Like, we've been told before by people, like, writing in, like, he's very charming. He's very charismatic. People are yeah. like, he's so nice. Is he? He's got a lot, a lot going on inside. Is he? You might, you would love probably, like, to hang out with Tristan, like, go to a party, a club or whatever, but like you don't want to have a relationship with this person. You don't want to get that deep in because he will fucking abandon you. No. He will just kick you to the curb, as the kids say. The kids are not saying that. They're very old. <laughs> what? Kick him to the curb, girl. Top to the hand. <laughs> All the oldies. Um, yeah, if you have Tyra Bell, send it in at Say Bible. Podcast at gmail.com. Say pod say bible podcast at gmail.com this episode was really rough to record like i'm so proud of us for like giving yeah. the content we gave because i i started thinking and i was like i don't know what me and Kathleen are gonna talk about because you know honestly our episodes might just be me and natalie just talking shit about whatever <laughs> right <laughs> right i i, I yeah. don't know how these episodes are supposed to give us anything yeah, it's it's rough. It's hard out here for a pimp. Another thing the kids say. Um, I think that's it. I think we covered all the basics. Do you have anything else? Oh, I don't know what's to come. I'm scared, honestly. But earlier today, Connie changed his Instagram. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chris. So... Oh my god, we gotta check Instagram. I don't even want to make any predictions. I haven't blocked because for my mental health. But (laughs) if anyone wants to write in with some theories of what his next move is, it could be weird. Yeah, it's just, and then he's like, "I just did that because I love her." Let's change the narrative. You are the narrative. What are you talking? Started the narrative. You (laughs) asshole. 
literally started the narrative i think it's so funny though that's the sad part i think you i saw you say something about how like you can't stand him but he's hilarious or i saw someone yeah. else oh like my that. gosh he like posted a picture of his like flip-flops and he's like don't fucking talk to me <laughs> he's funny sometimes i know he has it in a so it's like why do you resort to being a troll you don't need to do that right you know, people who would literally like murder children for you like your stands are insane right why do you need to do this low-grade trolling stuff it's so funny god so yeah so stay tuned for that next week i'm going on a work trip okay so you know when i'm not on the internet 24 7 weird shit goes down you've been warned okay we'll see hopefully i'm actually hoping something happens because i am (laughs) it's it's hard to stay engaged (laughs) it's hard to stay engaged right now so Anyway, well, enjoy your weeks and weekends and whatever day you're listening to us on, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.